0: spoke. What can we do? Watch, wait, protect the princesses. Keep them cheerful and unafraid. They will need whole hearts and the memory of happiness at least to have any chance of doing what must be done. The old dog spoke of both princesses, but she looked at the younger one, asleep on the carpet the puppies all turned their heads and looked at her too, with love and adoration. Perhaps their combined gaze had some peculiar energy, for the little princess woke up. She saw the old dog and squealed with delight, leaping up to hug her very energetically, receiving several welcoming licks to the face in return. A story, exclaimed the princess. Tell us a story. Chapter one, in which Morven's Denholm is turned into a frog. The scream was very loud and went on for a very long time. Princess Anya, who was reading in the castle library, ignored it at first, but eventually lifted her head from her book to listen. That sounds bad, said Gottfried, the librarian, in his quavering, high-pitched voice. Disturbed by the sound, he immediately turned into an owl, and began to vomit up a nicely packaged parcel of bones from the mouse he'd had for breakfast, it was something he did when under stress. Turning into an owl, that is, the vomiting just came with the shape. It does, Anya frowned. It was her older sister, Morvan screaming, which was not unusual but the intensity and duration of this particular scream were quite out of the ordinary. Anya shut her book with an emphatic thump and latched it closed, since it was a copy of The Adventurers of a Sorceress Typesetter's Apprentice, and the words inside would otherwise climb off the page and go wandering around the library. In fact, there were still several words missing from an earlier reading including the particularly troublesome pair of instantly and forthwith, which Gottfried now believed had escaped the castle altogether, or had been eaten by one of the dogs. The screaming continued as Anya hurried out of the library, across the inner courtyard to the main part of the castle, and up the private stair to her sister's rooms. Morven was the heir to the kingdom, at least theoretically. So she had more space than Anya's little room. The sisters had not one, but two step-parents, so the matter of lineage was a complicated one. This was one of the most frequent questions Anya was asked later in life. How is it possible to have two step-parents and no actual parents? The answer ended up being rather straightforward. Their mother, who had been the ruling queen of the little kingdom of Trelonia, had died when Morvan was six, And Anya was three. Their father remarried a year later to Countess Iselda. So they had a stepmother, who was expected to be quite evil. But mainly turned out to be a very enthusiastic botanist. She was not interested in the children at all, for good or ill, only in plants. But then their father died a year after his marriage to Countess Iselda and their stepmother married Duke Rickard. So the girls had two step-parents. Their stepmother, the botanist, wasn't a huge problem. But as it turned out, their step-stepfather was evil and wanted to be the king. Though Morven should by rights be crowned when she turned 16, in three months time, it was fairly certain. Duke Rickard would somehow prevent this from happening. Perhaps he already has, thought Anya as she knocked on Morven's door. Not waiting for an answer, she went straight in. As expected, her sister was lying on a lounge in her receiving room, screaming at the ceiling and kicking her legs. Her maid, Bethany, was sitting on a stool nearby, knitting, Large strands of the wool she'd stuffed in her ears hung down her neck. Anya leaned over her sister and waited until two things happened at the same time. Her presence was registered through the veil of tears, and Morven needed to take a breath.